Welcome to Take 10 with Pastor Don. I'm Don McGarvey, pastor of the Troy Mills Christian Church in Troy Mills, Iowa. My wife and I both drive cars that have a great deal of technology on them. For the most part, if something is going wrong on the car, the system of sensors will tell us. I have to admit that I find it very intimidating to drive a car that is so much smarter than I am. At the same time, since I don't know a lot about how cars work, I find it comforting to know that when something does go wrong, we get a warning of sorts. In the past few days here in Iowa, the temperatures have dropped. And for us and our cars, that means we're going to get a warning that the air pressure in the tires on our car has decreased and we need to get them checked. So after making several futile attempts at gas stations who advertise air and paying in up to two dollars and quarters to get the air on, get the caps off the stems and turn the pump on only to find out that it doesn't work crawl around in the rocks and the dirt and try to find a place that's got a gauge that doesn't work. So we make trips to our respective dealers and they very kindly pull the car in and put the additional air in that we need for the cold weather. Earlier this week as I was pulling out of a back door of one of the dealerships. They had slid me into the back door to avoid the long lines of other people that were waiting to get their oil changed and things like that. Well, when we got done, I, I, I chuckled a bit because uh, I was thinking about all the cars that we've owned before and how we never gave a thought to the fact that cold weather caused the air and the tires to go down. The tires were underinflated. We never gave a thought to that. Who knew that cold weather did that to air in tires? I didn't. Maybe you do. Bless you for that. But I didn't know. And so for all those years, we drove all winter long on underinflated tires. Who knew? But now we do know. And now we get a warning and we can take action to prevent any additional wear and tear on the tires and to help the car to drive at peak performance. <laughs> Over the years, I've learned a lot of new things in my lifetime. For instance, I've learned the importance of staying hydrated. I've learned a lot about uh, foods to eat and foods not to eat. Some of these things I never paid attention to in my younger years. I didn't need to. I learned the importance of sleep and rest and of stopping when you're tired instead of pushing through to get to the other side. I never paid attention to those things in my younger years. Well, I've come to the conclusion, since I'm not in my younger years anymore, I've come to the conclusion that it may just be the grace of God that got me through those days, whether it was underinflated tires or not drinking enough water or drinking too much pop uh, or eating too many foods and high fat foods and not getting enough vegetables. You, you know the, the drill. 
I think it is the grace of God that got me through those days. I've called some of those days the days of ignorance. I didn't know what I needed to know, so I just kept doing what I thought might be the right thing to do. Cars, sleep, health habits, even in relationships. But as I've grown, okay, I've gotten older, I've learned that I needed to do things differently. Maybe I wasn't being held responsible for the things that I didn't know, but now that I know them, I'm responsible for doing the right thing. Maybe the grace of God kept my cars going or kept me going, but now that I know, I have a responsibility to do the right thing. I'm wondering if now that I know, and if I don't pay attention to what I know, if I'll keep going. I don't know. Jesus had a little brother named James. He wrote the book of James in the Bible. And one of the things that uh, Jesus' little brother James wrote in chapter 4, verse 17, he said, Remember, it's a sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. It's a sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. In our journey or our walk with God, there are times when God puts his finger on things that we need to change. He didn't put his finger on those things yesterday or the day before because maybe he knew we just weren't quite ready for it. When we got saved, he didn't come in and just try to clean up everything. He certainly gave us the potential for everything to be changed, for the old to be made new. For new habits to be started, old habits dropped. But instead, I think that a lot for a lot of us, maybe not you, but for me, God's grace covered a lot of those things that maybe I will learn later on. Doesn't mean that it was right back then, but you just weren't ready to deal with it. It also doesn't mean that God changed his mind about something. It just means you, you weren't ready. Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19 tells us that God is not a man, and so he doesn't lie. He's not human, and so he doesn't change his mind. What God said was wrong or sinful way back in the biblical times, it's still wrong and sinful today. God didn't change his mind. God has already, long before you and me, declared what was sin and what wasn't. Those things haven't changed, and nor will they ever change. I don't care what anybody says, those things haven't changed. But because of God's great compassion and his great grace, he lovingly leads us along and he helps us progress in our walk so that we aren't dealing with more than we can handle at one time. God has our steps ordered, and he has a plan for our life and how we should live it daily. Now, I have a question for you to consider. I'll repeat it before we're done, but here's the question. Is there anything that you know you are supposed to be doing, but you aren't doing it? Is there anything you know that you're supposed to be doing, but you aren't doing it? Now, don't ignore the question. God's not going to let you do that. Give it some thought. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you 
Just simply say, Holy Spirit, help me. Is there something that I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not? Will you help me to do it? Maybe I'm so entrenched in the way I've been living that I don't give room for anything to be different. Now, don't assume that you have it all together. I know better. You know better. There's always room for growth. There's always room for God to do something new in your life, no matter how long you've been walking with Him. Matter of fact, the longer you've been walking with Him, the more sensitive you need to be to the times that He does put His finger on something and says, hey, let's talk about this. Let's do something different. For those of you who have been doing the right thing, keep doing them. And know that God is at work in those things. Doing the right thing is planting good seed. In due season you'll reap a harvest, a righteous harvest. I love the words of the Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 6. He says, let's not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Now remember the question I posed to you. Is there something or anything that you know you're supposed to be doing but aren't? You know, it's not too late. You're still breathing. You can still fog a mirror. So start doing what you know to be the right thing and start today. And God will honor that. And it will be good seed. And it is a great harvest coming. Well, that's our time for today. Thanks for joining me on our podcast if you haven't subscribed yet, please ring the bell and join our happy group. And as always, if you're comfortable with doing so, please tell your friends about us. Thanks for joining us and God bless you.